The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports show, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Damien Sasso. Huge news today for football fans who are also cable TV cord cutters because the NFL announced it will be launching a new streaming service called, what else, NFL Plus. All right, the dollar amounts here that you need to pay attention to, $4.99 per month, users would be able to stream certain NFL games on mobile devices. A premium version, which would include commercial-free replays of games, would cost $9.99 a month. Bloomberg's Jerry Smith was the reporter behind this story, and he joins us now to tell us more. So, Jerry, just recap for us here what NFL Plus is and what it is not. So, NFL Plus is a streaming service that the league is launching uh, this week, and what the the key thing about it is that it's um, these are games that you can watch uh, only if you're watching through your phone or your tablet. So the NFL took uh, rights that used to belong to Verizon, and they took those rights back, and they used them to create this streaming service. Um, as far as the games you can watch, you can see Thursday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, and games on Sundays that would normally be on your local TV station like CBS uh, or Fox. But the key difference here is that uh, these are this is only mobile. You can only watch these games if you're uh, on a phone or tablet. Well, Jerry, t- talk to me about the the, the menu, the, the 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 fact that you can watch uh, via NFL Plus. You can pay what five dollars a month or forty dollars a year. But then there's a commercial free option. Is that right? And so, I mean, just talk to me a little bit about what's the offering. Yeah, so there is a premium version uh, that has a few more things. One is, is that you can um, watch replays of games after they've happened uh, without any of the commercials. And uh, the premium version, which is nine ninety nine a month or, or uh, seventy nine ninety nine a year, it also has um, shows from the NFL Network and archives of NFL Films, which is the league's um, documentary film um, division. So, um, you know, if you're just an NFL super fan and, and you really can't get enough, uh, the premium version might be for you. But the first run of the game will still have commercials, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> I don't know that many people that like watching football games after they've happened, but, um, <laughs> you know, already that's why there's the ESPN. Outcome. Exactly. Um, you know, I mean, you know, if you think about it, this is, um, you know, if you're a cord cutter and you don't have access to, say, uh, Fox, and Fox has uh, Sunday afternoon uh, NFL games. I mean, this is a way that you could watch those games on your phone or tablet. Um, but a lot of these games are, are also available if you have a, an antenna. Uh, if you have a digital antenna and you want to watch the CBS station or the Fox or the NBC station for free, um, you know, that's another way that you could get this. Um, you know, Peacock, uh, which is NBC streaming service, you know, they are uh, streaming their Sunday night football games. Uh, and obviously, Amazon has the Thursday night football package exclusively this year. So the Thursday night games you could watch, you could also watch on your TV through your Prime Video subscription. So Jerry, then, I mean, the other thing I, I want to know, so this is basically, so Verizon's out, right? Uh, NFL Game Pass, I guess, is out then. Um, 
what does this mean for you know other sort of like red zone for example i mean does this impact any of the you know other programming that the nfl offers it doesn't and one thing that is is still outstanding here is nfl sunday ticket which would allow you to watch um you know out of market games and that's something that the nfl is uh currently in discussions with um you know apple and amazon seem to be the two front runners to uh, acquire and this is uh, direct tv right this is the direct tv that DirecTV has had uh, the rights to for several years. Yeah, that's the big one. And of course, the likes of Apple and Amazon and any big tech company for that matter has at their disposal a lot of cash, which the traditional broadcasters don't. Um, I want to touch on that idea of the out-of-market games. Why has this local TV market setup persisted, even though it's clear that fans are distributed around the country? I mean, fantasy football and sports betting, both of which the NFL is behind and supports, have just made it more silly that people can only watch the games that are playing in their local market. Yeah, and this is it's not unique to the NFL. You'll, you'll see this as a sports fan uh, in a lot of different cases, baseball as well, where there's um, blackout rules where you can't watch games if depending on what market you're in. And it's really designed to protect um, the TV networks that are paying a lot of money to these leagues for these rights, and uh, they want to be the exclusive broadcaster of uh, those games to that local market. Um, so that's why, you know, there's different products depending on what market you're in. I mean, it, it it's, can make your head spin when you start to really think about uh, all the different rights. And the NFL is, is better at this than any other league in terms of just slicing and dicing the rights up to different media partners. Um, and as a fan, it, it can be confusing. You have to figure out, well, what, this game is on this app and uh, it's only available... <laughs> if I'm on my phone, uh, and in which market I'm in. And so it, it, it gets to be confusing. It's certainly been good for the NFL in terms of generating more revenue and profits and, you know, reaching a, a younger audience of, of people who aren't subscribing to cable anymore. Well, let's talk about that NFL. Uh, let's talk about the revenue and profits, right? I mean, by my, uh, you know, back to the napkin here, you know, viewership declined a couple of years ago post-pandemic, but now... The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Their reg- the NFL's regular season audience rose 10% last year, averaging something on the order of 17.1 million viewers a game. Let's just say half of them decided to go and sign up for NFL Plus on an annual. I mean, we're talking, what, 350 million? I mean, just it's stupid numbers. I mean... Talk to me about your expectations or, or based on what you're hearing here, what's the growth in viewership for NFL Plus? What's the potential there? Yeah, so the NFL isn't um, discussing what their subscriber goals are or any any projections they have for NFL Plus yet. Um, but I think just zooming out a little bit, if you think about the entire television landscape 
everything is going down uh, for the most part, except the NFL. And the NFL regular season viewership went up last year. But if you look at um, entertainment programming in general, it, it's really taken a nosedive in the last few years as cord cuttings accelerated. And that in really has benefited the NFL. I mean, you look at the top 50 programs on TV, um, at least 40 of them were NFL games. I mean, it's, it's extraordinary. And, um, you know, it helps a lot. Uh, the TV networks still really want these rights because it still draws advertisers, because it still draws an audience, unlike really anything else uh, on television. And now you've got these big tech companies that are interested in in buying these rights, and they're competing with the media, the traditional media companies. And more competition means that the the value of these rights keeps going up. Um, so that's why a lot of people are watching Sunday Ticket because you've got Amazon and Apple that uh, appear to be taking this seriously. And so the the NFL has been very savvy about uh, not only you know continuing to work with the traditional broadcasters because that's still where the largest audience is, but they've started to introduce uh, new media partners, these big tech companies. Amazon, for instance, has been broadcasting Thursday Night Football, and, and now Apple is, is starting to show interest. So uh, it's, it's a very interesting landscape, and the NFL is still the largest, most popular uh, entertainment programming out there. Yeah, I remember reading that Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, is uh, or has been meeting with NFL team owners, schmoozing them and, and um, you know getting to know them and making his case for why Apple should be considered the partner here. Um, I I take it that this NFL Plus streaming service will start uh, in time for the new season. What are the questions you still have? What are the outstanding questions you're wondering about as you uh, report out the story and look into how else the NFL will uh, slice and dice its, its TV rights? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that one of the one of the big questions here with NFL Plus is if it became uh, very popular, um, you know, what effect would that have on the traditional broadcasters? Because now, you you know, this this product is a mobile only product, but it still is competing with um, you know NBC's Sunday Night Football and and uh, and ESPN's Monday Night Football, and and so. If more people started signing up for NFL Plus, does that have any, um, you know, does that dilute the audience on the traditional uh, TV stations? That because essentially there's there's overlap here. There's different ways that you can watch the same game. Wait, I have a quick question, and maybe this gets really technical. But if it's only for your mobile device, your phone or your tablet, can't you mirror that onto whatever big screen you have in your house, or if you are a bar owner at your bar? You are, yeah. You, you can do that, and, and um, you know, savvy people um, who know how to, to mirror um, can do that. Um, but you know, in general, I think it, it's seen as a way for people to watch on their phone and tablet. And, and certainly, there's all sorts of yeah. ways that people um, in the cord cutting age have found workarounds. Well, I mean, people are only getting savvier with inflation rising as much as it has. Um, everyone's looking for an excuse to reduce some expense or another, and this sounds like a good way to do just that. Yeah, and you could buy an, a digital antenna for 30 or $40, and then you could just watch a lot of these games for free that way on your TV. Yeah, you know, I mean, my last question, Jerry, is is can you speak to me a little bit about, you know, the revenue share here? I mean, like, how, I, I, I just educate me a little bit, you know, when, you know, Brian Rolap, the NFL's chief media and business officer, goes ahead and negotiates these deals with Amazon or with Direct or whoever, um, you know, h- how does that work? Like, how involved are the individual teams, our individual owners with, with, with these types of, uh, of opportunities? Are they involved at all or not? Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's an excellent question. And, and I, I'd love to know more about how involved they are. But um, 
But yeah, I mean, you know, we just saw this deal uh, last year where the NFL renewed with all of the major broadcast partners and Amazon for over $100 billion. Um, and, and that's a huge number. And it, it just shows just how, um, you know, how much interest there is from uh, the traditional broadcasters and the tech companies. And, um, you know, obviously all of that TV dollars. Uh, it trickles down to the teams and, and how much they can pay their players. I mean, everything, the whole ecosystem is connected, and uh, the the money that comes from these media rights is really what's fueling all of that. Jerry Sounds Smith. Sounds like a question for Roger Goodell, eh, Scarlett? <laughs> Absolutely. Jerry, thank you so much. Thank you. Jerry Smith is a Bloomberg media reporter, which means he spends a lot of time, Damien, uh, writing about the NFL and increasingly big tech companies and, and how much they're willing to pony up to broadcast these games. Well, we should have asked him about, I mean, individual team revenues. I mean, that was the next question. If I did get to ask it was, you know, I mean, you see the Packers. I mean, their revenue just hit a record $580 million in 2021 as fans are returning to, to stadiums, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of money at stake here and a lot of money to go around. And it seems like the pie is only getting bigger, Scarlett. Yeah, well, to the exclusion of of other pies even growing, right? Because there's one sport that matters, the NFL, football, and then everything else is kind of just on the sidelines. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Scarlett Fu here with Damian Sassauer. Be sure to catch us each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, where we explore the world of money and sports. Follow me on Twitter at Scarlett Fu. And follow me on Twitter at the Sassauer. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.